Uh, dear listeners, welcome to the another episode of the Wellbeing Podcast, Reclaiming Happiness with Sandeep Nushan. Um, I'm really excited today to uh, introduce two of my um, closest friends uh, in our uh, in our podcast. Uh, this particular episode. We have um, Dikash uh, joining in from uh, Indianapolis, United States of America. Um, I'm, I'm going to let him explain uh, what he does uh, out there. Um, besides telling you guys that uh, he's an engineer, a climate engineer out there. And we also have uh, Kesher joining in from uh, Cincinnati, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he is also uh, um, I'm gonna also let him explain uh, what he does uh, but he, he completed his PSC in economics a few years back um, I believe he's uh, associated with one of the uh, university uh, as um, as a professor or associate professor in that level so uh, without uh, any further uh, ado um, I'd like to welcome uh, Bikash and Kesher to our well-being podcast thank you uh, once again for uh, so easily inviting my uh, uh, my bad uh, so easily accepting my invitation here and uh, joining in to talk a little bit about uh, their uh, take on well-being and things of that nature. Uh, both of you, uh, Bikas and Kesher, welcome to the show again. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you, Sandeep. Thanks, Sandeep. Really, um, what you have done and how you have started this um, podcast is uh, really encouraging. That's up for that. Awesome. Thank you. Um, let me... Um, be this sort of like moderator guy here and I want to dive like really try to dive really deep into this conversation um, unlike uh, in the past episodes I just tried to talk <clears throat> things about well-being in general you know in like general terms however uh, if you are comfortable uh, uh, I want to begin right off the bat and ask uh, when I ask with uh, because yourself can you, uh, um, you know, share with us, if you would, your personal struggle in your life? Uh, it could be anything, um, but a personal struggle. And let us know if you had overcome it, or are you still uh, in the process? Uh, hey, Sandeep, that's a, a loaded question. <laughs> sure, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Usually, I, I, I start with like a really, you know, good note, you know, like really happy feeling, but I, that's why I was telling, you know, just like digging really deep uh, right off the bat and, uh, you know, see where it takes us. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I can talk about, I mean, struggles is, you know, every day there's struggles and, and you wake up every single day and, and try to achieve and do stuff. And, and you know, it's 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 day by day basis um 
But however, um, I can uh, closely relate to one thing that uh, that still I, I feel proud of it, and and you know, it wasn't easy. Is you know just sleeping in Nepal uh, with thousand dollar in your pocket and fee paid for one semester by family, coming here, working in a restaurant and going to school at the same time, and 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 then you know it, it's it's a motivation dedications to uh, to get to that level and finally you know getting that degree on hand uh, which makes me proud um, as well as my family and friend around me so i mean like i said it's a loaded question i mean i do struggle um, i do face a lot of challenges and struggles at my work you know things that i want to be better every day uh, but that that one is it's it's already strike me back saying like you know it, it was not easy just to come here and start from scratch and and at least have that kind of accomplishment and, and happiness in there to give a uh, background about our uh, guests uh, to our your listeners uh, both of four in the united states um, since past around 15 years i believe right uh, they were there uh, back in 2006. Uh, um, this said, because do you, do you are you trying to say that your struggle is over since you are reflecting on the ba- on your past uh, struggles, uh, you know, paying your fees, uh, yeah. you know, sh- working hard. Uh, but from my uh, point of view, you are uh, at least right now you are you know you work as a senior engineer in your uh, top 100 100 company um cumulus right but that means your struggle era is over no that that's not what i meant that's why i, I meant saying it's a loaded question i i mean to the viewers and whoever listening i mean there's a lot i can talk about struggles and and what what needs to do next but just reflecting back and talking about one of the specific struggle and how we how I overcome and, and came to this level right so struggles is, is every day but just trying sure, trying to make sure, a connection sure. is you know if you, you if you have a dream of something and and every dream comes with struggles and if you achieve even if it's like you know small like you wake up tomorrow and you plan to run five five miles and and you know you at least get to that five miles five miles that I think that struggle is over. You feel happy, right? So that's that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you have answered the question uh, in the sense that uh, you know you talk about one of your personal struggles. Yeah. And I was there was a follow-up question if you had overcome it. I think um, you might you you succeeded in that uh, front. We're, we're gonna dig a little deeper into uh, this arena, in, you know, in a while. But let let us uh, uh, you know. Had Kesher uh, in the arena as well, and Kesher, uh, what's your take on this? Like, uh, when I say personal struggle, like, is there anything uh, you face in a daily basis? Um, anything you are concurring, or how you see it? Like, how you see personal struggle? Um, like, personal challenges? Um, anything that comes to you when I talk about personal challenges from your past or, or are you facing something right now? Uh, can you share a little light on this uh, from your own personal experience, please? Sure. Yeah. First of all, um, great answer to a loaded question because so great job there. 
I want to thank you, Sandeep, again for uh, inviting me and Vikas here. Uh, this is so nice to chat with you over here. Uh, we do chat uh, informally on many occasions, and this is a bit more formal. And I like uh, what you're doing. And uh, many congratulations on uh, starting this podcast and sticking with it. You know, I see that you've already uh, created uh, plenty of great content. So congratulations! <laughs> thank so, you so much. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, having said that, I also want to correct one more thing. Uh, so you. I think alluded that I was an associate professor. Well, I hope I'm still an assistant professor of economics at the University of Cincinnati. So because this, uh, yeah, because this will probably be heard by uh, and hopefully be heard by millions. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to uh, correct, correct that for record. Um, so going back to your question of personal struggles, uh, I, I really must say that I've been um, very lucky to not have any. Uh, you know, really big uh, struggle um, when it comes to my personal life. I've been fortunate uh, enough to have uh, great parents, uh, a network of family around me, uh, who was you know very supportive of me uh, when I was back in Nepal, and also plenty of friends and advisors uh, when I came to USA. So, big picture wise, again, I don't want to undermine the struggles of other people by talking about uh, my pretty, uh, you know. Uh, minor struggles. Having said that, um, as uh, probably most other people go uh, through, I do. I have gone over, uh, you know, phases of financial troubles. You know, having no money in pocket uh, to buy stuff that I wanted. <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah, facing uh, troubles paying tuition, etc. Uh, when I was going to college, uh, so those things uh, come to mind. Um, if I had to really pick on something that. Uh, had somewhat changed my uh, perspective of, uh, of life. I did go through this uh, phase of, you know, having almost uh, diagnosed with a terminal disease. Uh, I haven't shared this story with many people. Only very uh, close friends uh, do know about this. Um, so there was this episode that, you know, I was, uh, <clears throat> I had symptoms of, you know, MS and my doctor was almost sure that you know I had that disease in me, and then I needed to radically change my lifestyle. And uh, but he didn't uh, confirm that. Uh, so, and I had about two months of that period when I was uh, going through all these tests, and that gave me uh, you know time to think about you know what uh, life is at a deeper level and how should I you know uh, change my uh, activities going forward. And the things that I gained uh, during uh, that period. They still guide me now, you know. So that's 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 a really important period of struggle that I went through. That's something I want to highlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And have uh, I overcome it, was... it? Yeah, I mean, so eventually uh, uh, it turned out. Was that, it few? I, so yeah, was that few years back? That was uh, around 2013. Yes, 2012, 2013. And um, you know, uh, thankfully, it turned out that uh, you know I didn't have that disease. Um, so okay. yeah, I did come out on his skates <laughs> and uh, hopefully a better person. So I did overcome it in that way, but uh, nothing um, because of my own, you know, uh, miraculous activities, but just you know by the will of uh, the nature. That's 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 incredible. Uh, it's it's also really moving because uh, sometimes we could be really close to each other, but not know what each of us are going through so many times, right? Um, 
like for instance when i reflect back uh my own life um i had this tonsillitis right i, I don't know if i've shared with you guys before like when i was in kathmandu like 15 before i went to united states around um like 2005 2004 you know since it's so polluted and i i used to love to drink like cold drinks So I uh, developed this like big inflamed tonsillitis. It never went away, right? And then uh, when I got to uh, United States, I, you know, I'm reminiscing uh, moments from the past. Uh, I think I used to be really uncomfortable uh, eating uh, sometimes, right? Because I thought like I would choke on food, right? right? And it was a small thing. which i think i've never t- talked to you even to my closest friends uh even uh you know like you people um that uh, you know that feeling of maybe i could choke on food you know that uh, went a little bigger and every time i could sneak in a little beer or a little drinks um, you know every any time i could get i uh I developed a habit of sort of drinking a little, little more and more just so that uh, that feeling would go away when I'm eating food, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in some form, it turned out to be really big. This is what I'm recollecting now after so many years. And that's when I'm, you know, like sometimes I think like small thing uh, people could go through in their life and without uh, them being acknowledged or addressed properly, people could suffer tremendously. Um, yeah, and, and to, yeah, to, there, there was one thing I wanted to connect here. To, yes, to that yeah. similar topic, and I want to contribute here, mm-hmm. if that's okay. Um, yeah, sure. So, um, Absolutely. like you know, struggles and overcoming and things. I think you will only notice once you just mentioned, right? You, you didn't, you didn't, you were scared, um, and then you were doing that. But what, what I'm trying to reflect is, you know, when I was growing up, I had a, a similar. Um, a condition as well like you know whenever i go to bed and once i fall asleep i i start choking and then suddenly i will wake up from the bed i'll i'll go to like against the wall or against the door and start banging uh for like 10 10 seconds or 20 seconds i don't know nobody recorded nobody told me how long but it, it's a quite a time you know and i, I was young I, i mean i i at the time i didn't fear you know i i will go to bed I'll sleep, I'll choke, I'll get up. But you know, if I have to face that right now and go through that struggle and how how I overcome and what I learn is I think it's more of time perspective, right? Um yeah, mm-hmm. and and just saying what, what, what I mean, yeah, th- that's all, yeah. Yeah, absolutely like uh like Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna uh, share a little more uh, of what I was uh, sharing with you um, earlier. Like, like the small episodes of maybe I could be choking, right? That could really disrupt our life. You know, that's the biggest fear uh, one can face. Like, uh, I wouldn't, you know, I would. I think I would be really super happy thinking back. Uh, I wouldn't care much if. only that feeling will go away because you have to eat two or three times a day and every time noticing that uh, you could be choking when you are eating food um, later on nowadays as looking at it I, I found a term for dyspagia I don't know if it's really connected with it but I looked at it dyspagia there are a lot of people who could go through uh, you know things like this and their yeah. life is ill 
and one thing would lead to another you know a fear of choking in my case back then could lead to uh, on social behavior then it could lead to depression it could lead to so many things i'll say um that's a little uh, you know story from my part uh when we all are talking about us yeah and and uh, just to finish my story uh yeah. so me and my mama we, we went to um hospital teaching hospital uh they they did some uh, endoscopy um once that done and and, and it did just disappear you know it, it it was just gone after a month never never came back and took i i think i took some one week medicine or something not sure what happened but it's it's vanished i think i think uh you you know we could be grateful for yep. so many things right like for you, that <laughs> that's amazing that uh you know this severe out of blue uh wow um Hmm. All right. Uh, this said, Kishor, what, what do you think success is then? You know, let me move into uh, success now. Okay, great topic, uh, <laughs> Sandeep. He's, you are he's, putting us on the spot really here, good. aren't you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is really like uh, you know a heavily loaded question. I do, I do, but I think there's no point on uh, you know surfing in the surface. Right. Sure, sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why not uh, address the elephant in the room, yeah. right? So, yeah, the well-being, <laughs> the well-being podcast, right? We want to be uh, feel well and eventually succeed. Yeah. Great job there. <laughs> okay. So, um, success for me, obviously, it has meant uh, different things uh, at different stages of my life. Um, uh, let me tell you. Uh, Let me share with you something really interesting. When I was a kid, I think I was in sixth or seventh grade, uh, growing up in Kapilvas to Nepal. Um, our home was by the side of a highway, and uh, biggest measure for success for biggest measure of success for me was you know driving a really new and long uh, night bus. You know, so I used to uh, look up to these people. Who used to, who used to drive those buses, you know, on highways? Never stopped for, uh, you know, local passengers. You know, you would, you would wave your hands off, you know, all day you want, but you know they would just fly by, and you know they wore nice clothes, and they would go to faraway lands like Kathmandu or you know Biratnagar or you know Nepalgans. And as a kid, yeah. I really, you know, wanted to be that, and that was uh, success for me, you know. Um, you wanted to become a night 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 bus night, driver. Night bus driver, yes, yes. Uh, so yeah. my close be, uh, people, they do know this. Uh, but yeah, to be uh, on a more serious note, right now, success for me is being able to, uh, you know, convince myself that I have uh, lived another meaningful day. Uh, so thankfully, at this point of my by, life, by profession, by profession, um, I gave a small brief introduction, like a faulty introduction, but. Why don't you introduce? Would you would you be kind enough to introduce what you do nowadays? Sure, sure, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, like you like you uh, said in the beginning. Um, so I'm an economist. Um, I got my PhD in economics in uh, 2016 from Temple University in Philadelphia, uh, and I uh, uh, got a degree in economics, uh, undergraduate degree in economics from Hunter College in New York. So I've done. You know about ten years of college econ, and then I've uh, been an economics professor since 2016. Um, 
uh, part of being a professor, uh, you know, uh, is uh, beside teaching, you would conduct research in economics. Uh, so those are the things I do. And uh, because I'm a professor, I do interact with uh, students uh, on a regular basis and I get a lot of meaning of my life from, you know, being able to help them. So even before I was a teacher, um, I, I had this, uh, you know, uh, interest uh, of, you know, impacting public uh, life in, in one way or the other. And being a teacher, you know, gives me, uh, you know, that, that avenue to, to help people other than myself. So right now, yeah. yeah, sure. That's a big leap. Usually, I see uh, youngsters uh, falling uh, way behind their uh, dreams. But I think, do you do you consider yourself a big leap uh, that you made uh, in in terms of accomplishing what you wanted to accomplish when you were a kid? You wanted to oh, become absolutely a yes. Yes, yes. And, uh, well, I, I, yeah, yeah, I did mention night bus driver. Yeah, so that's a great point, right? And then afterwards, you know, as I went to ninth, tenth grade, I obviously wrote uh, those essays in Nepal, you know, essays on ambition, uh, talking about how I wanted to be a doctor or engineer or pilot. So as a kid, obviously, like most other kids, uh, my ambition was shaped by what other people around me thought, right? So if people thought, yo, doctor was great, then I wanted to be a doctor. If other people thought, you know, engineer was great, I wanted to be that. But now as an adult, obviously, I'm more focused on what satisfies me. And in the end, it turns out that after you have, you know, addressed your personal needs, like you have clothes to wear and food to eat, and you have a pretty healthy life, now you're going to think of a bigger meaning in life, right? So, and now I see that, you know, that comes to me when I'm able to impact other people's lives. So that's why, why I keep telling my uh, friends around me that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, the happiest when I'm focusing on others. And, and when I start focusing on myself, uh, that doesn't usually, you know, uh, turn out to be a great feeling for me. So that's, that's what I do. Uh, and I think, what was your question it, again? It, yeah, so that success, right? How often it is to, you know, really, uh, uh, you know, exceed your expectation by, you know, by many faults, right? From a night bus driver to a successful economist, a PhD uh, professor. That, that's, that's amazing. I mean, and yeah, I, I should really just touch upon an yeah, yeah, important just, topic here. Uh, just to add to that, Sandeep, just, yeah, I, I don't yeah. want to, I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm a successful economist yet, but I, I want to emphasize on the fact that I do feel, uh, you know, successful in terms of, you know, finding an avenue where I can do something meaningful. So, yeah, so I, that's why success yeah. has different uh, meanings for different people. Since I had that path to do what I want to do, that's a success for me. So, yes. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, uh, this conversation for me, especially for me, kid, uh, you know, um, you know, could deduce some important uh, meanings uh, to what well-being and happiness is, uh, what really is for us. And I think it is indeed uh, different for different people. But there, I, I'm slightly starting, you know, uh, slowly starting to find a common thread. You know, now that I'm inviting guests and talking about this topic, I'm also learning in the process. And I'm finding this common thread of uh, contribution and service leading to happiness. You yourself said that it's no more about myself, 
is when I uh, make my when I feel like I'm productive helping my students uh, in the research work. Um, you know, you 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 feel that uh, you know sense of satisfaction. Uh, it clearly says something really uh, impactful. I had to. Uh, that's what I think right now. What's, sure. What's your thought on this, Vikas? What, what do you think success sure, is um, for you? And and or uh, or okay. in general? Can you hear me? Cool. Yeah. So yes. I want to introduce yes. myself as well, if if that's okay, Sandeep. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> please uh, introduce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're doing my part. Cool. You're doing my work. All right. So um, so I have a degree in mechanical engineering. So and once um, graduated, I work um here at Cummins as engineer. Uh, pursue a MBA after that. So currently, I'm a data translator. So as you mentioned, uh, uh, Cummins is a 500 for, falls on the top 500 Fortune company. So and and I've been working at Cummins for the last 10 years now. So that been yeah that been said. Awesome. Um, we're talking about success, right? So yes. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you asked this question, and I I literally did not have any answer, and I was like thinking through like you know. What is it? You know, what is success for me? And and now what is going through my mind is, uh, I feel like personally, success is you know it, it's it's a simple thing. You know, I, when I said about struggle, uh, the question about struggle coming to US and achieving that dream of graduating college and having a, 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 a you know a job and and settling down, it's. It's a one part of the world, right? I mean, that could be a, a success. But now, right now, when I'm sitting in my chair and I'm really thinking, what is success? Is I think it's everything you do in life is success, right? For example, I yesterday, you know, I I, I get up and I I wanted to run five mile, uh, and and I just you know start get ready and went and ran five miles and came back home, and you know and I go. I go visit Kesar uh, once or you know once or twice a month, and then when I go there, I enjoy and and, and that does feel success, right? And at work, I, I work with mm -hmm. my coworkers, you know, and I, I lead a lot of project. In that, when I'm helping other people, when if either they know or they don't know, helping being in their side and and helping uh, to uh, you know achieve that goal in a small project perspective, even like in Just simple things, so that that feels success too. So not going in like you know not one second. So 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 what what I'm trying to yeah, include sure. is my perspective of success right now is when I wake up tomorrow, and and I know I have a plan, and I know what I want to do, and 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 at least if I like achieve like you know I want to clean my house. When I wake up tomorrow, and if I do it, that feels success for me right now. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, so, do, uh, also a follow-up to success. Uh, do you think um, life is about success, or uh, life is about something else? So, or is, yeah, is so broader? life Don't is know. about dream. I think. Um, You need to have a dream. Uh, you need to have a vision, right? Uh, it's like 
objective of your life uh what like you know it it changes along the time right my objective when i was in nepal going up in sindhuli and going to school i mean people telling me you got to be doctor engineer or whatever i listen or maybe i did not listen so it's it's a defining uh a success i think it varies along with time and you know what 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 did you want it to become when you were a kid because me? so uh yeah. personally i was not sure um i just wanted to make a lot of money you know that i thought that that was, yeah that's it i <laughs> just wanted to make a lot of money um yeah yeah from when you were a yeah. kid that was yeah. really really yeah. your memory wow but um, you see that i mean so it is, that just uh, can we say that we become well that we that think? was uh, uh, that was not uh, a dream i i'm trying to achieve now you know so that was how how, how it changed, how changed? Uh, it, it changed you know like like what did that change and how it, how did that change for you because money i think is still in the priority list for so so many of us even though uh we may not uh have a dream to become extremely rich but for you you also uh were aiming to have well, a lot I, of money and money is important for all of us but Yeah it, it changes cuz you learn yes. about life right life life yeah. you don't get happiness uh, you don't get you don't become <clears throat> successful you don't you, you don't feel happy just just the fact that you have money yeah money money can buy stuff but money cannot buy happiness right is money that thing that we need to test it yeah. first and search it there but uh, it's very right. interesting for me now is money a thing that we need to test it first we need to have it a lot to really know for sure that it is not everything or can we not have it in the first place and still be uh, like thriving and happy and feeling successful what's your opinion on this uh, maybe Kesher could so um, yeah yeah so take a little bit about it I, I mean taste up. of money right taste of money I, I don't know I, I don't know if it is a taste or it, it is just growing up Are you just seeing surroundings and you know try going back to happiness right what is happiness uh, uh, what is success uh, so if you tie back I, I don't think the money will fall in that bucket if you have to make a you know certain kind of flow chart it, it, it certainly helps you to get there but not necessarily you need money mm-hmm. to achieve your dream oh uh, what's your uh opinion about money uh okay sir sure sandeep yeah so if i were to uh, wear my economist hat obviously money <laughs> is something you know uh, yes. that you would use to measure the value of things that are really important for you right so money is just a means uh people are after you know goods and services you know to meet their uh, consumer needs or other needs right so um on the face of it money shouldn't uh, impact your happiness but because money does buy you things that you need to you know keep going like you know to have a, <laughs> you know shelter food and clothes etc etc you need money so your money is actually at the top of i mean one of the top things uh, in my priority list so you need to have money but uh, 
up to certain extent I, i believe right so beyond that i mean money might take a back seat and then other things might need uh, might start becoming more important for you so um, don't uh, you know lecture to a person who is starving or doesn't have enough uh, clothes to wear or yeah. you know it's going through a you know a stage where they can't meet their basic needs and that you know money might not be that important because that that is very important but once you have achieved some level of uh, financial independence uh, people naturally start looking out for other things uh, and um, i think yeah most of us uh, i mean uh, three of us might be at that stage so we're probably um, talking about uh, those uh, other needs right um, yeah for me money was important uh, when i didn't have you know uh, enough in my pocket money is still important it's much less important now because i know that you know some amount of money will flow my way if i am able to continue doing what i'm doing that's why you know i'm so fortunate to be focusing on something other than money so it's a kind it's it's kind of a privilege to be able to focus on stuff other than money for me do you do you consider um uh, you know like because do you consider yourself uh, yeah, so, a happy um, person yeah, before i answer before i'm answering that question of because i'm why why i'm asking you this question is um i'm like uh, trying to make this uh, connection is it is it human nature of uh, you know forgetting or troubles of past and not uh, not being able to be happy of the things uh, you know we initially thought we would be happy if we get it like for instance when you suffer from sleep apnea of some sort right like the sensation of a gasping sensation when you were a kid uh, i think at that particular moment uh, you might have wished if that particular problem would go away you would be one of the happiest person no i i i did not right no i did not <laughs> I, i definitely was like just the same thing with the money i'm recollecting like we, you know is right. it like i'm trying to figure this out a bit among uh, amongst us like for instance we might say okay if there is enough money we might be really happy but after we get the money is it something we are something else we're chasing for is it the lack of un, not being grateful to yeah. what we had is is that a problem you you know are you are you yeah, relating so can to, I are you following yeah, my so, points um, yeah um yes so, please yeah absolutely i think absolutely. it's everything is relative right relativity i guess um at that time when i was you know sleep apnea choking i mean i did not know much i didn't care you know i didn't care so basically i to your to your question saying like oh would you have been awesome or walk around the town if it didn't happen happening yeah i literally did not care at that time i didn't know what is happiness i didn't know i was a kid right so i think the money and things you learn in life okay. i think you will learn you don't learn those things when you born or or at age i think some people learn early some people will understand things later in life so if i'm standing right now and if that's a question like you know oh if i have didn't have apnea i would have been i didn't know i didn't i didn't care at that time right so right now mm-hmm. like kesha said yeah okay. you don't want to give a lecture to four people going around saying yeah you don't need money but you know it times comes situations everything comes that's when you understand what is important and what what are things is more valuable for you that's where you start pursuing your dream and things you want to do right so yeah i, I make fair amount of money now uh money is not everything right so it's it's just yeah. things you need on the side but you need to like i said success and happiness 
is is a completely uh, for me is you know those things like it's a day to day learning process day to day how how what are the things you do to make yourself happy what are the things you, you spend on time to be uh, you know pushing your what do you call uh, success or happiness and and that that yeah i mean you do work for money but you want to utilize that to uh, to be uh, you know good to yourself good to your friends family and good to your society mhm Yeah, great point yeah, Sandeep. Too. Yeah, uh, I, can I can I add a I little bit to the, to the happiness story? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've got some sure. I've got some feelings <laughs> about happiness, <laughs> yo. Is that an IPA? <laughs> 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 All right. So, the happiness the happiness thing for me is a pretty tough cookie, right? So, uh, obviously, I like many other things people understand happiness in different ways. Uh, for me, happiness uh, when we talk about happiness people generally uh, you know muddle uh, the two things so you you have one uh, happiness that's measured in the long run and there's another happiness that's you know on a day to day basis that which i would rather call a pleasure a feeling of pleasure right so for me if i one thing i do is i look at the whole arc of my life you know from where i started you know the circumstances i've been in and you know what i did with those circumstances so that one arc of the life you know that gives me one sense of happiness so you could either be you know unhappy about you know the whole trajectory or you could be happy about it or you know neutral about it and another thing is on a day to day basis yeah like because said you wanted to go out and run 5 uh, miles uh, would you be able to do that on that particular day and if you're not able to do that you probably are not happy that day right so when i think of it this way overall you know it's if if people you know stick to their plan it's relatively easy to be happy on a you know a long run basis but people just have to you know accept the fact that you know you can't be happy all the time every day every hour it's not just the nature of human beings because you know you tend to have uh, you know uh, goals and not all of them uh, you know they, they you, you will meet them because you you are a creature of randomness the nature whole uh, whole thing uh, is is uh, you know of randomness so the sooner you accept that you know day to day you could be unhappy today you could be happy tomorrow you could be unhappy and that's okay but when you think from a big picture perspective are you happy and if you're not happy what do you need to change again from a long perspective right so that's i would uh, suggest to anybody who is you know changing this happiness in and i'm i'm glad to tell you that you know the big picture wise uh, in the big picture wise context i feel really happy but yeah there could be days when i'm unhappy and i don't want to talk to you don't talk to me that day <laughs> no, not, not being comfortable <laughs> is a part of the process right right yes so yes absolutely not being comfortable because it's it's changing every time so we still achieve what we what do we mean to achieve what do we mean to contribute so it makes us happy overall we don't have to be high every yeah. single Second, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and, yeah to that point, you know, so I've been in Clubhouse uh, app for last two weeks and one of the uh, house that I follow is um, uh, recently I started following <coughs> two house. One actually they talk about Bhagavad Gita and the second one they talk about Ramayana. And uh, uh, just to that, <laughs> at to that point, yeah. I'm not sure if it relates or not, there is a, there's a quote, what it says is, because an original is always better than a copy right so um, what what it it means is it's 
better to live your life with your own you know destiny imperfectly than live an imitation of someone else right life with life with perf- perfection so mm-hmm. yeah so it, it's it's just it's just that you wake up tomorrow and you plan to clean your house i think if you do it i would say probably pretty much you will be happy or like you know tuesday there's a, a place here in uh, Columbus called Juanjik uh, Bar, uh, which I, I try to go there. They have awesome beer and uh, pizza. My hap- One of my happiness is every time I go there and grab a one Columbus Pale Ale and a slice of pizza is is happy for me. I'm, I'm extremely happy at that time as well. <laughs> Who's talking now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That's, you know, like with this thing of uh, trying to be comfortable all the time, uh, I have my fair share of experience. I think I seek that um, a lot. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, that had a detrimental effect to my well-being, which I started to realize nowadays. Um, for me now, uh, what I am coming terms with is accepting the moment as it is but not having that uh, thought process in my mind where I see happiness you know in the future but rather rather than seeing that happiness in that uh, pale ale and the pizza which is three hours after my work uh, I see that as a um, obstacle especially for me to be happy at that moment at the present because my mind is constantly constantly chasing for something else and that's where I also saw myself falling uh, you know sometimes uh, leaning towards uh, you know drinking or some other pleasure activities because um, I wanted to have that comfortable feeling in the present all the time and there's no other way to do it but the more I started accepting the fact that things are going to change and I have to be comfortable with the present. Uh, things I've started, uh, uh, you know, um, things started getting better for me, especially in my uh, regards. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your thought on this? So just to make sure that I understood you clearly, are you saying that when you were focusing too much on the short-term pleasure, you that was acting as an obstacle to your long-term happiness? Is that the point? Uh, like, like, do you think, like, uh, you know, having a, uh, associating with happiness being somewhere else? Okay. Like, for instance, right? Could be anything. Like, I uh, Picasso's example. It could be any example. Like, for instance, for a kid, uh, you know, he's really happy to watch a movie every every week, right, maybe right. every Saturday. Right. So throughout the uh, week, he's gonna study hard. You know, he does his work and everything, but. His goal is to watch that movie that plays every Saturday. So he really enjoys that movie when he plays. But I think the rest of the days is miserable. Well, uh, to that I think there's a Sunday flaw in that point of view. I, I just want to cut you off right now. Yes. Sorry, if that's okay. I think uh, you are uh, limiting sure. uh, 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 stuff uh, in a certain bracket. So you, you cannot say like, you know, he, he's just happy watching the cartoon and he's not happy the rest of the time. I, I don't think that's that's valid for me. 
Um, I think it's it's all about the passions and, and the dedications to do things right, right? If you want to cook, if you have a love and if you have a passion that you want to cook today and, and serve someone, I think that that it, it is not a long time. It is 45 minutes and one hour of your time and you are inviting people or you are, you know, you are, you are just home and even cooking for your wife or for your mom or dad, if you have a passion, to be there and happily with that passion and love you cook and serve someone that's also it's it's a, it's a limited small bucket but that will give you happiness as well right it, do, is it, it do you think uh, you know being in present like this whole thing about people talking about being in present accepting the present uh, you know not thinking about uh, like tomorrow future just being in present do you think it's a myth or like especially for us or is it something impractical because we hear this a lot when we talk about mindfulness and happiness and well-being i see it a lot from a lot of people and i give my personal example uh you know uh that's my personal example is just an opinion it's not a fact i don't know if, if what i am talking about uh, is uh, you know 100% person is applicable even to me but sometimes i think you know my mind changing a perfect place in future is limiting and dishonoring the present i'm i am uh in you know because this right okay so I, yeah I, so i just want to put out the disclaimer that i'm not an expert <laughs> in mindfulness so people take uh, should take <laughs> whatever i say with a grain of salt right sure. so but mindfulness yeah. uh, definitely seems to be a very useful technique right so i i i see the value in being present and you know paying attention to whatever you're doing if you're doing that then you know you do things more productively if you're engaging in a productive activity if you're engaging in a pleasure seeking activity you derive more pleasure out of that activity so i don't see any harm in being mindful and that's why i, I understand the push for it but i also i think uh, should uh, I, i want to emphasize uh, the the you know human nature that you know you can't always be 100% present right so you you have a wandering mind and it's going to go to other places right so if i'm doing something right now i might be thinking about something else that i might be doing a year later or i have you know i might be thinking about um, you know other things that are happening to my family members my loved ones etc etc right so this is uh, in in a way that is also another capability of our brain so both both of those things could be true that you should be mindful as much as you can but then you will uh, you know uh, sneak out of uh, your presence uh, your your present situation and then you will start uh, wondering about other things uh, i think the key is to strike a balance there Uh, if you are doing something now but then you know you're strongly craving for something else and you long for that you probably have to change your i mean if you are an adult you will have to change your current behavior you know to put yourself on a path that will get you there right so it's okay to have a goal but then it's not enough to just you know have a daydream about that right you have to engage in activities that will get you there as a child obviously you are in all the early stages of life Uh, you are mostly pleasure seeking and then rewards and you know punishments they work the way they are intended to uh, so children as their children are different i totally understand uh, you know the need to have some children work through homeworks before they go watch cartoon that's fine but as adults 
I think um, we should um, try to understand that you know if we have a goal to get there, we need to engage in activities that will get us there. And when you are engaging in those activities, you have to be mindful in order to be productive and you know be uh, impactful. So that's that's my two cents. But again, yeah, not an expert in mindfulness. How important is to have a goal? Like, yeah. Oh, very important. Yeah, very important. yeah, very important. Yes. I think yes. I think I've shared this with you someday before that you know I walked into uh, one of my friends' uh, room. Yeah, room in Kathmandu, and I, <clears throat> I was pretty anxious uh, right after my twelfth grade about you know what I wanted to do. I had plenty of choices, and you know, when when you have too many choices, your life is hard too. You know because you can't choose one. Um, and I saw in in one of these posters that was pasted on his. Uh, wall and that's it that there are a bunch of horses running and you know to a direction and it said having a state of uh, goal well having a goal is a state of happiness or to that effect I, i don't remember the exact wording but yeah and i do really believe in that now and i that struck with me uh, you know back then and that is still with me now if i don't know where i'm going um, i don't know what i'm what do i have to do now right so that leaves me in a pretty big limbo and that makes me unhappy so yes yeah. i think it's very and, important um, to have goals so may i sandeep sure thank you. yeah so sure. okay definitely <laughs> this this is uh, yours all of us we can all interrupt you know we're just trying to yeah uh, and you know i have our experience because well, so <laughs> <laughs> i'm just um saying <laughs> how so anyway so talking about present right living in the present i think for me is uh, the only way not the only way i think the most if- effective way of living life is to be in present um that that's that's my personal uh, feelings and and whenever i see a quote or, or or someone talking about living in present i i actually i i admire that right so and just to put that in a perspective is you know i mean there's uh, so much you can control in future uh, past is gone and you are now right here right and when you are right here right now today and as kesar mentioned like you need to have goal like goal for future right you cannot control the future but if you are in the present and outline what are the goals that you want to achieve or what are the things um, not achieve what are the things you think needs to be done for yourself or for your family or for your society whatever is important for you if you have that kind of mindset today in a present i think that probably eventually will lead to the future that you actually want it all the time right so that's that's my perspective mm-hmm. i think it's very 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 uh, well put out there uh, because uh, i really agree with you there um this this all said uh, when are we now um come a little bit in the surface Sandeep, I, uh, since uh, we seem to be in, in a yes. uh, yeah uh, uh, in a break kind of situation can i ask you a question can you share sure. with us uh, i'm not sure if you have already shared with uh, your audience uh, before your listeners uh, before in prior podcast but can you share with us uh, your goal behind starting this podcast what is your goal great in short um, yeah thank you uh you know uh let, let me try to put it in few sentences as possible the only thing was i really wanted to do uh 
something really productive in life, right? Now, you know, after like you know reminiscing my past and things like that, I I realized that uh, we are in you know in, in this life for a certain amount of years. We have a choice to do whatever we want to do, like you know, for our goals, whatever we want to do. There's always a choice. Sometimes people think that they don't have a choice. Uh, it's never too late to start. Never. That's what I felt. And if I have a choice, because I have to give my little bit of background to my listeners. You know, I studied wine for a long time, and I thought I would pursue things uh, wine related. So later in life, like right now, what I think is. Uh, Wine's awesome. It's good, you know. Drinking once in a while is good, but there are better things to、uh, in life as well. Oh, yeah. Di- <laughs> often, many people here. Depression, anxiety. You know, people. I see a lot of people talking about mental health in world. We see a lot of those problems in the world.、Uh, we talk about money, success. We talk about having a good time all the times. But this is a very important topic: well-being, and people are not talking about it. People are not having conversation. Like for instance, like things like dysphagia, like anxiety or depression, or even surface level not being comfortable with the present.、Uh, we, we're not having enough conversation. So I thought it's the right way to sort of share the story, and it also was is a, a great place for me to be in a right、uh, state of mind. You know, it's like building a good habit. I wanted to you know talk about it. In this process, I'll learn、uh, while I grow. That that's pretty basics.、Uh, yeah, hopefully I un- answer your question. No, you did. Yeah, yeah, great.、Uh, I, yeah, I, I want to acknowledge、yeah. that it takes a lot of guts、uh, for anyone to go out there, you know, and put out your vulnerabilities and you know ask questions to other people and you know be willing to share your own experiences. So kudos to you, man. Because、uh, it also takes the time to. You know, be vulnerable. Like、uh, I don't know if I've shared everything about me. Like,、um, sure, yeah. As time goes、yeah. by, we become normal, and the more I share, I I see more similarities with people. Everybody has a story, you know. Everybody that those stories needs to be acknowledged and addressed. Yeah.、Um, Good work, absolutely. Yeah. Now, thank you, thank thank you for your、uh, for your question. I think、uh, it's also going to be、uh, sort of helpful for some of our、uh, first time listeners. Um, you know,、uh, before you ask this question to me,、uh, I wanted to uh, uh, sort of come to the surface now and ask some、uh, simple questions,、um, like,、uh, what are the things you do in your daily basis、uh, to keep yourself happy,、uh, physically, physically fit, mentally alert, those kind of things? Well, what's what's your daily activities like?、Uh, Uh, yes, because sure, yeah, yeah.、Um, sure, because you want to go first. I, I have a <coughs> very,、um, I mean, so okay.、Mm-mm. Things I do daily life for my mental well-being, and what was the second one?、Um, in generally, to you know, because、um, do you guys agree that、uh, all of us want to? Be like、right. really have that sense of well-being with us, right?、Yeah. I think everybody, like anybody, yeah. So, I haven't seen anybody、uh, who wanted to become unhappy in our in, in the world. So,、yeah. what do we do to, to physically fit,、right. mentally so, happy? Like right. Happy, so let's break down into. Get that sense、so、of well-being. What do you do? Physical happiness. Um. So to be, uh, I mean, our physical happiness or physical fit, however, fit however you wanna 
um, really that. Um, so for me, uh, like you know, running was never a passion. Uh, running was never a thing I even started uh, before. Um, but it 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 got to me. Uh, I think on 2014 or 15 time frame when when I start like you know running around running with some of friends from my work in Columbus uh, you know trying to at least uh, there was a, a, a what do you call uh, endpoints of running and and then running for a marathon right so that that strike to me at that time around 2014 15 time frame and since then you know when I start running slowly slowly and that's that what I realized that I do actually enjoy running. So, so what I do for my my uh, well-being, physical well-being, is you know I, I try to at least run once or twice a week if the weather allows. I'll go for uh, three or four times a week. So, you know, just basically go out and run for you know how however miles you can possibly do it. So that's one thing. And the second thing is you know I, I love playing soccer. So. So summer and uh, summertime, like you know, from March, April to like August time frame, I, I try to look around here wherever the game is happening. So I try to register and go play that. Um, that so that's uh, that's one. And you know, I, I try to stay fit. You know, try to do small exercise at home or whatever, or maybe you know, go for a hike, or go for you know, hiking, biking. So I I, I like to be very uh, physically active personally and then and that probably is what I, I try to do a lot of stuff not necessarily mm-hmm. thinking that oh I'm, I'm gonna be uh, you know uh, I'm gonna be uh, I want to like you know a marathon runner or I want to be a professional soccer player or, or or you know hiking is my dream that I want to hike all over the place in the United States no so those are the simple things that makes me happy so I, I try to do it uh, for the uh, mental side of it uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I I like to talk to my families. I, I I talk to my mom and dad, and you know, like friends like Keisha, you guys. I, I that that actually makes me happy uh, to talk. So you know, basically, my mom's. You know, I talk to her like three or four times a week, and and it does. You know, it does makes me happy as well. And and then other thing is like you know, I uh, try to learn new things. So. Currently, I'm actually, you know, not focused, but trying to learn about how United States financial system works, you know, how, how this public company or things like that work. So that keep me engaging, busy. Wow. And, you know, I'm, and also like, so I recently started doing uh, data analytics, data translator in comments. So most of my time, actually, I did dedicate learning about data mining and data predictions, things like that. And and whenever I'm free, you know, I, I just just like to talk with people and and be there. So I think that that's that's where it is. Yeah. Wow. But de- definitely, uh, I remember Kesher uh, mentioning briefly a long time ago how awesome he felt after he did he did a like couple miles run um, in Philadelphia. Uh, but running, I started running too, and I have to give you the credit because it's because uh, like we had this conversation one time about you telling me how awesome it feels, and I couldn't run. Uh, I started uh, last year, I believe. I did a lot of running in COVID, uh, like ten minutes. I used to get tired. I 
Well, my longest run was last month, uh, like 8.6 kilometers. That's yeah. like pretty huge for me because, you know, like, like I, you know, I have a distance I can measure from where I live in Pokhara uh, to the downtown Pokhara to my home. And when we were a kid, it took us like a long, <laughs> long ride, like 30, 40, 30 <laughs> minutes at least, a ride from the bus right. to get there. And I never thought I would be able to do that, you know, like eight kilometers I had a significant value in my mind. And I did it uh, last month. It had an amazing feeling. I, I also remember asking Kaiser one time. I saw it here, uh, people running in Central Park. I still had this crazy question in my head. Why do people run? What's the point of this place? Yeah. You know, but uh, I could see value in running. Uh, thank you, because for that. And Kaiser, uh, sure, yeah. what about your... Yeah, running. I'm a huge, uh, <laughs> you know, sucker for running as well. I'm, I don't run uh, um, as much uh, as Bikas does at one time. So my running intervals might be more frequent, but I run for much shorter length. So I try to do uh, 5K every other day. Um, so like 3.1 miles, if you want to uh, put it in terms of miles. Mm -hmm. And running, I started this uh, right around the time when I was first almost diagnosed with MS, and it was such an uh, such a what, great. Experience. What was MS, by the way? If uh, I, oh, if I'm sorry, mind. yeah, I should have done that. MS is short for multiple sclerosis. So yeah, okay. people might want just want to Google to get more about it. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I started running around that time, 2012-13. But Sandeep, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, we used to run, uh, you know, in New York as well once in a while. So out of the blue, because we just thought, you know, running would be nice. Uh, maybe you forgot that. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, which I remember like taking this. Right, right. But as, as a, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As a regular runner, yeah, I started during my PhD days uh, uh, around 2012-13, and I have not, uh, you know, uh, given that up yet, and I don't plan on giving uh, that up. Um, so I have a treadmill at home. So when weather uh, weather is not good, so I use that when as, when weather allows. You know, I try to go out as much as possible. So running for me is. is uh, both a mental as well as physical experience it's amazing how much stress uh, i can you know share just by running you know the kind of nature i uh, the nature of the work i do you know that requires sitting on a computer or you know looking at uh, screens for a long time and <clears throat> i just I straight get stressed out uh, for no reason and then I go out and run and you know all things are great you know so I cannot recommend this exercise uh, enough for people who are trying to you know uh, feel better um, and well, once in a while I do you know push-ups you know weightlifting here and there the minor ones no, no biggie but you know just to keep your muscles moving I completely uh, that's yeah. uh, you know I, on the I, exercise I side on the other yeah. side does lucky, lucky join with yeah yeah when you're running I, I to say lucky takes me on walks go ahead guys so by the way uh my listeners uh oh, i was gonna uh, say i, I, I completely agree with kesher of what, what yes, he said yes. about how it's a mental and physical at the same time running yeah just wanted to add that yeah Yeah, yeah, thanks, I, thanks, I, thanks I, for bringing I, I, I up wanna... Lucky, Sandeep. Lucky is so happy sure. with you. Yeah. You know, shout out to uh, Lucky. I'm, Lucky I'm... is my beautiful dog. You know, he takes me on frequent shout walks. So besides yeah, running, I'm we go out check. on walks for uh, a couple of miles. And that's amazing. Go ahead. 
I totally agree with both of you uh, in terms of uh, how running is not just physical exercise. And, you know, Kishore, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you about um, I have uh, been doing, um, you know, meditation so for past one and a half, one and a half years almost now. Wow, great uh, like job. One year, definitely, every day kind of thing. That's, that's been great. So uh, I'm in the process. So um, in running, sometimes like when i did that eight kilometers run to get to the eight kilometers run i had to do a few times five six kilometers so when i a few times i felt at around like after three four kilometers i felt that i'm in the moment it had a similar yep. feeling of in the moment when i was like having a good meditation session right because i think when you're running you're only focusing at one point you start thinking about what you have to do what you did and automatically it takes you in the present mode um I'm, it's not uh you know i'm not basing this uh, based upon research or, uh you know uh any statistics but it's my personal experience i really felt uh there was that being in the moment uh by i get from meditation when i was running especially if i'm running a little more than three kilometers or four kilometers sure yeah my, yeah my take on uh, you know to that you know well, yes. like running it, it's 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 running is it, I, i feel like if you have to put in perspective um it's it's just similar like growing up right you know i mean i i just to conclude i can only tell you how it feels once you complete that half marathon or or, or whatever you plan to do it you know day to day basis like you know i i did two marathon for me um I completed two marathons and I, I can only imagine that happiness when I'm like mar- no, half marathon, marathon is 13.1 like so mile and I can only I, I don't even know how okay. to express the happiness that I I have gotten twice when I finished that you know the line um, in that um, yeah it's awesome yeah it's awesome Wow, great I achievement. Mean, awesome. Congratulations. I hit them. Wow. Wow. I mean, you told me once, but congratulations because I you can see like this this uh, you guys talking miles uh, we talk here in yeah, kilometers. I so 13.7 is it like almost 20 kilometers? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's that again? Kilometers? <laughs> What is that? Yes. Yeah, Paul is talking all the United States. <laughs> Did hey, like, kilometers way better than miles. Okay? Yeah. We should all be trying to uh, talk in kilometers. <laughs> What, what's, what's, what's the rationale behind uh, using the Unix system in United States? Is that intentional or is, does that... Uh, well, what's your rationale behind it? Like they use miles, uh, they drive in... I think I think it's just a convention right now there is a there is more push toward just using those international standardized units uh, but yeah it takes time to make good changes uh, but it's just a convention uh, on my based on my understanding yes thank you thank you for adding it uh, I had I had a few questions on my mind um, we've been talking a little, a little more than an hour so uh, few minutes we're gonna wrap this up uh, I really wanted to ask um, start with a loaded question but follow up with um, one of your um, you know beautiful uh, memory recollection from when you were a kid 
like what you uh, a, 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 take take us to a place in time when you were really happy um mm. when you were a kid because man i have i have like uh i have Yeah, yeah, I have really a, think, I have like think, so think, many lists, man. Can I mean, right I I'll start out uh, just you you said just one, but yeah, let me just at least throw two then in that case if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, right now yeah. if I have to be on your guess. moment and really feel it, um so one one of the time was, you know, when we were in a uh, when I was in Sindolin boarding school, they organized this uh 10 days tour. Um to you know go to pokhara lumini um or else abutol um gorkha so i mean you know doing that was it was really i mean i was you know i was i was enjoying a lot at the time and and then the other good memories is uh the uh, the one um the travel we did i did with kesar was uh, flying from New York to you know San Francisco and spend a couple of days there with Kesar friends seeing around the place going to Napa Valley that was that was fun and and I think the best part was you know taking that Amtrak train from San Francisco to Vegas uh, and then eventually we we end up um finishing our tour at uh, LA It was I think that those those are a really a uh, beautiful and and an awesome time uh for me yeah I know uh, uh thank you for sharing because and Kesher uh sure yeah share with yeah us. thanks because for uh, reminding us about that trip um, <laughs> I'm glad that we did not talk about what happened in Vegas so that's awesome <laughs> what that Vegas you stayed in uh, Vegas stays in right Vegas. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no I second one I second one because it was uh, that was uh, an awesome moment uh, because Um so when it comes to childhood memories I have a laundry uh, list of those things but yeah so if I had to point to one golden period of my life I think I would uh, point to um you know my days during my 12th grade so I was you know hanging hanging out with some of my really good friends um and we used to just you know be in a state of mind where when we thought you know we would go up and change the whole damn world you know to make it better and there was there was mm-hmm. nothing that was uh, you know stopping us from uh, doing that uh, you know we would talk about you know creating a more equality you know addressing problems of poverty you know i had some awesome friends like you know began home shashil manoj deepak so these guys would i mean it it is amazing that during those days when we were i mean almost kids we were focused on some big picture problems and we would spend hours you know drinking tea and talking about these big picture problems and uh, i i love that period of my time i still go back to some of those episodes you know like going to some you know local uh, you know um, rivers and then spending days there talking about uh, these big narrative issues um so that's uh, that's a it's a whole one year period i remember in terms of my great memories um uh, Beside that, I have plenty of yeah uh, moments like you know, growing up when I was a ten to ten or twelve year old kid in in in, in uh, hilly region of Nepal. You know, I used to work with my family in fields. You know, I used to carry 
you know, sack supplies oh, yeah. <laughs> um, across the mountain, if you want to yeah. call it. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. We would we would walk, you know, one and a half hour with a heavy load on my back. And sometimes I've also cried because it was just a heavy load, you know, and, you know, the adults would walk so <laughs> yeah. fast. But no, when I, you know, think about those moments now, I feel so happy that I did those and they give me such a, you know, different perspective in my life. I understand other people struggle as well because of that. Um, yes. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. I mean, again, I could go on for days. Yeah. About and, things, uh, but yeah, I guess we'll gonna, have to wrap it up. If, if we have, may have a time. Um, I, I, I remember now when Kaiser uh, mentioned about, you know, being with yeah, friends. And, and, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just strike me in my mind. The one memories I think I, I do want to share. I know this is the third one, but I remember, you know, so I, I lived in uh, uh, Sinduli, the place called Ratmata, and my boarding uh, school was around uh, Dongreba, so which is almost um, uh, 35 to 4, 40, 30. Uh, Sinduli Bidashram. What's the name of your uh, boarding school? Sinduli Bidashram. Yes, they saw the guys. Yeah. Where, where, where is it? Yeah, yeah. So, so me okay. and Mother Nara, uh, 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 we, we were neighborly close by, and okay. I, I recall, you know, walking at least 35 to 40, 40 minutes in the morning from school, and and you know, from home to school and back to home. The one, the best moment I can think of is: Do you guys know those thing called ring? with your stick you play around and you like you know yeah kirkire so oh, we yeah. used to yes it's yeah called it's we used to call it the best video so game of the day that, that was awesome right you right. you hurry up you hurry up in the morning <laughs> and you eat so you and you pack up your bag and you walk you with the ring for 30 minutes and you know <laughs> two of us and just doing that on and on <laughs> for like four or five years that was amazing yeah <laughs> I play Kirkiri myself too. I mean, <laughs> I might, I might even play one of these days as well. Now that you guys uh, take me to Kirkiri world. Hey Sandeep, can yeah. you, can make, you make a TikTok awesome, out of yeah. that and you know show it to us when you play that? Yeah. I mean, sure. If you guys really want, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. do it. Yes, uh, yeah, we would love it. Okay. <laughs> okay, now that it's on, yeah, uh, it's on record. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you promised it. Um, hey Sandeep, can we hear one of your yeah, memories yeah. then? Um, okay, yeah. Kirikire, man. Oh I yeah, Kirikire, um, that's it. Okay, okay. take it from him. Okay. Yeah, playing that ring. Okay. That, that's that's because um, I mean, I can't think of one of the. I'll share with you a little later on. Okay, so Kirikire is the one. If if I if I remember uh, any particular uh, mem, you know, like. There's one memory that I, I can share with you. Like when I was a first grade, my dad brought a new book, science book. I can still remember mm-hmm. it. And he had this cover, you know, that the brown cover uh, they they made us to put in our books. You guys remember in our boarding schools? So he had the brown cover. He put it in the new book. Because I also had a brother. So usually I used to get like old books, even when I was a kid. But somehow... Uh, <laughs> That might be the first time I got a new book, I guess. <laughs> the first grade. Right. Uh, That's funny. Book, well, that all thanks to your brother, that. right? I don't know. like, But I'm talking about the first grade. So right. so that's pretty early in my life. Uh, obviously, I haven't, you know, I haven't had opportunity to go to other classes. And I had this okay. experience of uh, 
having like old books all the time but still i do recollect recollect that memory of flipping through the books and my mind feeling feeling with wonder you know there's like pictures i could see like some signs you know i don't know what i saw maybe like leaves chromosomes whatever there uh, there was in the a book and i i the smell is so powerful sometimes still today when i read a book i flip through the pages that's the that's great uh, story I try, yeah. yeah i think that was a uh, first sign of sandeep <laughs> being a bookworm you know which we are seeing now i mean i really like that like that so even i remember the uh, you know uh, i was in my room uh, first story room I, i was in a very comfortable and safe place and that smell takes me to that safe heaven you know where my dad was there it was towards the evening time and the the feeling of exploring something new so vaguely in my like young mind um, yeah what what yeah I think, uh, when you talk yeah, about I, smell takes of food, me to that, uh, thinking like man, time. yeah those were like uh, distinct this, smell yeah. <laughs> the new book <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, new books yeah that these have smell yeah yeah sure um thankfully uh you know he did like a positive imprint in my mind and i was also trying to um, share one thing uh, connect one thing what i realized uh, sure uh, you might have already noticed this but what i realized is we go through this loop with our minds and feelings like the good good sense like good thoughts usually take us to uh, good feelings in our body you know and the good feelings would take us to great thoughts and it's a continuous loop uh that's what i uh, noticed uh oh that's uh, a great realization last year. yeah i don't is, is it a revelation i don't know but that's when i realized it is like what we feel we're talking about how we feel right we don't we don't feel great all the time but how we feel doesn't really just uh what we like it's it's usually a mind trick like thoughts like there could be the thousands and thousands of thoughts at a single moment of time so it's really tough to catch our thought but usually we can catch our feeling so we could see the feeling so usually it's a reflection of our thought uh, our subconsciously even subconsciously um and it's a loop so the more the more you know the moment when we really realize what we're thinking is pretty much illusion because thoughts cannot be in the present thoughts always has to do something with the past or future future or imagination so what we think and what we feel usually doesn't reflect what we are uh, that's 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 sort of revelation i started to uh uh you know get uh, these days which uh yeah yeah i'm going to share with you after that episode in our first talk let me there is uh, uh, there is nothing there, lost yeah. or wasted in the life bro <laughs> absolutely how's that sound <laughs> That came from Bhagavad Bhagavad Gita, bro. <laughs> Where does that come from? Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a mic drop. <laughs> that's, the, you know, that's the bottom line, you know. Yeah, there's nothing lost or wasted in your life, bro. Pretty <laughs> deep. There's nothing lost and nothing wasted in the life. How does that feel? How does that make you feel? Uh, yes, sir. No, I mean I I think this is a you know great way to uh, wrap this uh, conversation that we had, you know. So 
we, we I mean, I have to, I have to no matter what we said no matter what we okay. said you know how many people we offended how many wrong things we may have said well nothing is lost <laughs> nothing is wasted so people yeah. chill out <laughs> oh wow yeah uh, what do you what do you think uh you know like in a like no uh how you think technology is shaping the future is it for good for bad in terms of well-being and uh, personal happiness okay so this brings us to a uh, you know to to the need of making a big narrative about you know what technology is doing to the humanity i just want to give a shout out to yuval harari you know he's got uh, awesome plenty of awesome books uh, if anyone wants to check out yuval noah harari um so 21st uh, 21 lessons for 21st century is something you want to read uh, if you wanted to you know um, get a grasp of these you know sweeping narratives about what different yeah. things are doing to human race um mm-hmm. for me personally uh technology is you know mostly it's It's great it's you know making people's lives comfortable we are doing amazing things that we would have never imagined of uh, doing it uh, you know a couple decades ago and then we don't know how great it's going to be uh, but it does have uh, many you know side effects if you want to call them uh, and people have to watch out for them you know technology has this power of you know sucking you up uh, into itself and you know making you into a less human person so let's not try to do that you know let's remember our humanity let's remember who we are and use the technology uh, you know in a way that does uh, better for ourselves rather than you know being used by the technology so i i again it's there's so much to be said there the only point i want to you know highlight is we have to use the technology not be used by it sometimes you know the technology you know just almost uh, uses me and i'm afraid of that Yeah um I completely mm-hmm. agree with the case I said right. I I don't have much to add but I think the only bottom line is try to um uh, try to recalled um use a uh, technology for your advantage um not other around Awesome awesome um the final uh uh question I'm I'm going to uh, present to both of you is uh, sort of like a tradition of our uh, podcast um i want to hear from you one thing one thing uh, people need to start doing from your personal experience from your point of view immediately and one thing they need to get out of because uh, it's also important for because from your experience uh you know please share advice for especially young listeners and anybody that you think is going to be helpful for them to get into right away and get out of <coughs> yeah i mean uh, there is there is i mean we can have Because, uh, another podcast uh, you know, to talk about it but i just want to yeah. say a few things in your know, work work hard dream big have a patience and you know everything will come towards your direction have a faith on everything yeah And you go, can you can you uh, um, uh, also people well, I think something it's, that I mean, don't want them to people do? I, I cannot um mandate what or or or, or well I mean there's all uh, yeah my 
again that's yeah. your opinion uh, from your maybe personal experience yeah. I know it's gonna be we don't want to say uh, we don't want you guys to not do something but sometimes I, I thought that was me I thought it was very important because everybody tells us what to do all the time but sometimes we also need right, to know right. what not to yeah, do yeah what not to do and is, it could you know, be anything pretty basic as well you know If something Man, that crosses I mean, your mind uh, as we, we started with the loaded question now you want to end with the loaded question again so <laughs> <laughs> yeah try it try it how about how about I, I, I give it a shot GPZ maybe because not to do GPZ <laughs> <laughs> yes okay, okay so yeah I just I, this is easy for me because you know as a professor my job one of my jobs is to give out uh, advice to people <laughs> um uh, <laughs> It's a, it's it's a it's a different thing whether it be you know my students you know take it or not but you know I do it do this day in and day out and sometimes I type in my email the same thing a hundred times because you know and sometimes to the same person many times okay so <laughs> obviously a lot can be said but um, to be very specific I mean especially for young people you know who are trying to achieve things in life I want to give uh, this advice get into something called growth mindset okay so this idea of growth mindset is that if there's something that you don't know it is knowable you can know it okay so if there's something if there's a math problem that your teacher gave you you don't know how to solve doesn't mean you have to stop there it means there's an opportunity to know it and grow your mind okay and grow your personality so that's one thing i would recommend people to get into the growth mindset change your perspective and think about everything that you don't have means there's an opportunity to get it everything that you don't know means there's an opportunity to know it all you have to do is put in the right amount of effort to do it i know i understand not everybody can get it you know it's not always possible but most of the time if you persevere if you put effort into it you will get it okay so get that growth mindset if there are many people out there who are thinking well i don't have the money today i'm poor that's it But what is the action that will get you out of that poverty? There are people who think, well, I don't know how to write well, you know, what am I going to do? Well, what is the action that's going to teach you how to, you know, write better? So that's what I want to push people into, okay? Especially young people who have the whole world to achieve for themselves. That's one. And um, what to get out of? Well, one of the things that have been a major obstacle for myself is also a major obstacle for many other people's success. Uh, is well what would other people think don't worry about it i know there's plenty of people who gonna you know think bad about you know what you do no matter what you do so get out of this mindset you know, you know mindset where what other people think of you is, is, is actually taking, taking the front it's actually seat, sucking the you know? out so of your life get that out of that mindset <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so go, think about what you want and put your actions and put your mind and heart into it and then try to think less about what other people are going to think again it's not uh, it's easier said than done it's hard you know you have to be you know um, accommodating to people around you you know i think the art is in striking that balance you tell them you listen to them you know you 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 admire their advice etc etc but do your own thing that's what i would want to tell because most people know what is best for themselves Yeah, this this is absolutely uh beautiful. 
Thank that's you. How, that's how I wish you were a student in my class. Yeah, I'm mindset. I'm, I'm jotting down. Uh, yeah, this is fantastic. Haha, <laughs> 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 you did that with Bhagavad saying earlier. The saying from Bhagavad Gita. I really appreciate uh, both of you, uh, you know, coming, uh, sharing uh, your opinions, your experiences, um, supporting uh, what uh, I'm doing here. Um, you know, your uh, that precious uh, one and a half hours uh, for this. Uh, there are no words to uh, thank you. I'm always grateful for uh, your presence and support, and um, you guys also inspired me tremendously uh, in um, in my life. Uh, dear listeners, uh, this is the end of our yeah, episode. Um, uh, Kishore, because would you, is there anything you want to share? Yes, thank you, Sandeep, for doing this. Um, it was such a fun talking with you. And because uh, if we offended anybody, you know, out there, uh, it was not our intention. We apologize. Uh, I hope you take uh, take this conversation in jest and use whatever is going to be useful for yourself. And all the best for your yeah, show, Sandeep. I'm yeah. really proud of you. Yeah, this awesome is great. Work. Thank you. Um, like Kesar says, it's a conversation and um, just you, use it for whatever makes sense for yourself. Um, not mean to offend, just trying to chill here and have fun. Uh, so yeah, thanks Sandeep for uh, doing this. And, and yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll do it more in future. Yeah. Absolutely, we'd love to um, have you in our future episodes uh, um, as, as guest member as well. Uh, thank you so much once again, because Kesar. Thank you, dear listeners. Feel free to uh, you know offer your feedbacks, comments. Let us know what you liked, didn't like. What do you like us to uh, cover in our upcoming episodes? Um, Bye. Have a uh, good one.